0: Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel with your hosts, Doug and Jamie. We are back again, and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. The second, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, I really hope you enjoyed last week's interview talking to Mean Gene, George Musa. But before we dive into this week's sequel, I have to introduce you to my partner in the sequel-watching journey. Jamie, how you doing? Good, Doug. How are you doing? Uh, not not too good after watching this movie that we're about to talk about. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a tough one, man. This is really tough. This is a, a tough one.
0: <laughs> yeah, the first two were so good, and... Let's just tell you guys what it is. Teenage Mutant Turtles, part three. First one was dark. It was, God, it was so awesome. The fight scenes in that one, there was just so much to it. The second one was more of a kiddie movie, but it was still a lot of fight scenes. You had Vanilla Ice, and then you had this one. And considering the
1: the type of bad guys they have in this movie, I would would have expected a lot more fighting. Like this oh, would be the perfect movie when them would be fighting. And they don't, I think they probably do the least amount of fighting in all three movies in this one right here.
0: No, oh, totally. Know? You got to think the first two, they had the foot Clan, which was really comprised of white guys that did Japanese <laughs> fighting, you know, karate. This one, I got it right off the bat. I got to tell you, I thought I put the wrong movie on. <laughs> Cause as soon as the movie started, I had to do like a double take and be like, wait, did I click the right movie? Cause it opens up and it says Japan 1603. Well, you know,
1: and I wrote that down because I mean, is this movie made for children or adults? Because I'm assuming children, you know, it's a what ch- child is going to look at that and say, "Oh, 1603. This is a, you know, back like, you know, like they they would not understand what that means and they have it on there as if it's like adults are, are watching this movie, you know. Oh, I know. Uh, but and and I I think I did the same thing. I looked at it and I'm like, this budget looks like it's less than the budget in the first movie. Like usually, I would assume as you know the franchise. It is a big franchise. It's a big cartoon. It's big toys. You know, it would it would the budget would get bigger. Both first two movies did well. This budget looks like it was like a B movie. Like, like it, it, it was just horrible. <laughs> I just just the same.
0: Oh no, totally. So quick foreshadowing. Next week, our interview is with the the suit actor uh, Matt Hill, who played Raphael. He's a famous voice actor. He's done a ton of voices, you know. And then he actually voiced Raphael, which is kind of funny, a few years later on a Fox animated series. He told me when he signed on to this movie, it was going to be shot in Japan. And he was so stoked. Like, he was so pumped. You'll hear him talk about it. And then they said, you know what? We're going to save a few bucks. We're going to shoot it in Astoria, Oregon. So from living in Oregon, all of that was Oregon. They built all those sets it is built in Oregon to make it look like Japan. Yeah, when, when I when I
1: think of Japan, I think of Oregon right away. You know, yeah. if I if I could find a place that it would resemble that, that's what I would think. Of, yeah. Oregon. You know, a place that has absolutely you no. Know, I I've been to Oregon myself um, in Klamath Falls, and um, there's not a lot out there, but like mountains and uh, you know uh, grassland and uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't think of uh, Japan.
0: Yeah, well, I guess the main cities of Japan, but I know like Portland is like sister cities from. With some jap, but no, I totally get it. It, it would have been <laughs> so much better if they spent the extra money on it to yeah. do that. But so we see the Japanese, we see a. little, In the beginning, it had nothing in it. It, it. There was no ending to it, and then it just cuts to the subway, the lair, yep. the turtles' lair, and again, we talked about it, and I feel like we talk about this in so many movies. We do. You said it. Obviously, this should be for kids, but dude, what was that theme song? I- <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. It, it, it was a bad th- I mean, you know, again, you have these movies. I'm sure you could have picked a theme song that someone would, you know, people would know, that they, they can relate to. These, like, it, nothing. I mean, it was just, it was cheese. It was cheese ball right off the bat. Oh, yeah. And then um, what was with their lair anyway? Their their lair looked like an antique shop. Like they had all these like weird things there. Like, I mean, like, did you notice? Like, I mean, like they had all these like trinkets and like statues and like I was, are they in the sewers still?
0: Yeah, they're no, they're an abandoned subway station that they found at the end of the second one. But no, you know what's funny? There's like a ton of like uh, like dummies, like mannequins just sitting in the background. There was like, I paused it. I counted like two or three like vacuum cleaners just sitting there. So I don't know if they're vacuuming their, uh, their station. But dude, just the song was so bad. Like you said, this movie came out in 93. There's probably 50 songs we could think of that came out in 1993 that could have been like the hit song that opened up the movie, but it's a movie. I'm sorry. I've never heard of. Thankfully, yep. Raphael put it out of its misery and threw his weapon through the radio because I could not handle it.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and that just gives you an idea of how the rest of the movie is going to go. You know? Yeah. No, it seemed like it, you it definitely did, it took some ex- shortcuts. No, a hundred percent. Even, even, you know, I don't know if you noticed, I mean, I'm sure you did, but the, the mouth did not fit the voice. Like, oh, you I know, know I, like the oh, way yeah. the way that the turtles talked, it was almost like a puppet. Like it looked like a puppet moving, you know, as if you had a, a sock puppet puppet and you're moving it, you know, the mouth. That's what it looked like. They yeah. it just, you know. So I'm not surprised they don't have a song that no one knows.
0: You know, it's funny, and it, and you and I, people probably don't know this because we didn't cover one of the movies yet. But I want to cover a Muppets Muppets movie. We're huge Jim Henson fans. This is the first turtles that was not done by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Oh, really? So the first two looked awesome. They looked right. like they were speaking. And right. I think right around here, I want to play a clip for you guys of when we interviewed Tim Lawrence a while back. And he talks about how the director gave him no time to be able to put Splinter into the right spot because Splinter looked, he looked I, terrible.
1: I, I, would, I, would, I was going to go there. I was going to say, and he looked horrible. Like, yeah. He looked like an animatronic from Disney World. Oh, I know. You like did, you know, you had one, mo- one motion, one expression, and it just, yeah, it was horrible.
0: And the voice was like some white guy again. Come on, <laughs> he's a Japanese rat. Just, just come on, just one time, just get it right. And you yeah. noticed who the voice of Donatello was, right?
1: Yeah, uh, Corey Feldman. And you know, I did like that fact because I think it was also the same Raphael. The voice, like the yeah. talent, cause...
0: Uh, I think it was the same Raphael. It's definitely the same Donatello in all yes. three. Brian Tochi. Uh, what was his name in Revenge of the Nerds? I forget. Uh, the Asian guy, Yashi. Tadashi. Tadashi. <laughs> yes.
1: No, but the, but Raphael was the had the Italian accent in the first one, like the Brooklyn accent, and I think it's the same guy. Um, but I don't think Corey Feldman was in the second one.
0: He was not. He he wanted too much money, and I think that was like the height of his. Well, he was famous throughout the entire '80s, but right. I think right around the second one, he wanted too much money, and I read something about in the third one. They were like, we want you to do it. And he's like, all right, how much money? And they said, we can only pay you what you made in the first one. How much do you think he made in the first one? Um, What year did the first one come out? 1989, 80,
1: 90, 90. For voice work? I mean, I'm going to lowball it, but I probably should highball it. Um, $800,000.
0: Oh, no way. Dude, it was was like $800,000. 1800 bucks. Oh, really? <laughs> when I read that, I wanted to ask Matt Hill about it, but I didn't want to like insult him because I wanted to be like, I don't know what, I don't want to ask him what he made, but 1800.
1: Well, you know what? I mean, was he still, I mean, if he was in the 80s, he was probably still in high school, maybe, or middle school, because I mean, you know, he's, what year did it come out? You said the first one?
0: First one, 90. They, they,
1: oh, they, oh. oh they, dude, they churned three of them out in three years. All right, so he was probably in his 20s i'm shocked then because yeah. i mean he made goonies already and he made uh you know um stand by me and he made all his movies already so that's that's cheap I, but you know it's funny can't.
0: he could probably do it i know for you and i were like man they should make more money than that like actors yeah, yeah. you know they did the whole thing the, the budget for this movie is 21 million so i don't know what they well i'll spent it on maybe the swords or the, the castles that they built but yeah, the eighteen hundred bucks, he probably could have done all the voices in two or three hours. So it's like he made six hundred bucks an hour, but no, it's we'll get we'll uh, get on to him later. But so April, we see April and nail for the first time. She cut her hair real short, she wears a leather jacket, she looks like the Funs.
1: She I thought she was annoying. She was horrible. Oh I know. I was not a fan of her at all. You know, she complained the all went, the time. The person, all the time. Not even that. Nothing phased her. I mean, you know, she got transported to four hundred years ago and like it really didn't phase her. And she's talking smack to people that have. She's surrounded by 500 swords, and she's talking smacking them. You
0: know. I yeah. know. No, no, that was so ridiculous. I know. And then the first April O'Neil was so much better. And yeah, then oh yeah. The second and third one, it was her, and yeah, she was. She was pretty. pretty oh, she annoying. was in the second one. She was in the second and third. It was uh, a different one in the first one. Yeah. Okay. So then she brings all these gifts back. I forget what <laughs> she gets everybody a wrap, like a fedora. She has so Michelangelo she had- lampshade. Yep. The, donatello got a book a book one of them
1: got a book one of them got a book um oh yeah then...
0: leonardo got a book on swords the history of swords yes damn what did what did donatello get something nerdy
1: a skirt, something. a skirt was it the skirt one no did he get the skirt
0: what didn't one of them get like a hula skirt oh no he got a hat like a Hawaii looking lampshade, oh,
1: the lampshade okay, so that was, that was that.
0: Michelangelo, yeah, sorry I forgot what Donello got anyway, so he gets this so she gets this weird lamp for splinter, and when she asks where he is, Michelangelo says he's doing rat stuff,, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lines in this movie are just so what lazy.
1: What do you think rat stuff is?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, there's the pizza rat eating pizza. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, pooping, infesting. <laughs> no, I just think it's so funny in this movie. I feel like they churned out the script really quick and they put in parentheses like rat stuff. And then they were like, dude, we got to make this movie. And they just sent it off. Cause there's a lot of lines in this movie. There's A
1: lot of one-liners throughout the whole movie
0: that are so okay. terrible. Oh yeah. So then we cut back to uh, Japan where we see, uh, we're, we were talking about before we started, uh, the Japanese actor, he's the father of the King. He was on Seinfeld. He was in the movie Blind Date. He was in Gung Ho. And I know I said this to you earlier, but I cannot believe they turned Gung Ho into a TV show starring Scott Bakula. Anyway, that scepter that she got him, that weird lamp, it turns on and transports April back to Japan, 1603. Some Japanese guy gets sent back to the Turtles lair. Like you said before, how is she not... in, In so many movies, it's like when people come out of a coma in a movie. They're never like... Like where am I? This she like was so cool with it. It just made no sense. And what you know? What's kind of? I mean, I mean, I guess
1: I'm not a. And no, I'm not an expert on time travel. Okay. But yeah, yeah, because I knew I I figured that would be coming up. But I mean, in order for it to work, it has to be used the same exact time. Correct. Oh yeah. So, So something that was used 400 years ago has to be used the same time in the future, 400 years later. How does that work? Like, I mean, like, you know, like, I don't understand. You know, like, I mean, that seemed like a little bizarre. Like, the same exact time, same place for the switcheroo.
0: I know. And especially, it's the same. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. Like, when it comes to this time travel, there's a lot. We got to
1: find a time travel expert.
0: I guess. Yeah, I'm sure we can find one. There's got to be some scientists. <laughs> but, and then we see these white men. And, you know, you know what I always say? When there's white guys and there's non white guys, white guys are up to something. And when they're in Japan, that guy Walker, who acts like a cowboy, who is called Clint Eastwood later Clint Eastwood. in the film, yep. that's one of the lines that we'll go over later that are, that show this movie is more for adults and not children. There's so many references that if I saw this in Seven, I I wouldn't have gotten most of them.
1: A hundred and, percent. And first of all, I mean, does he – I don't even think he looks like Clint Eastwood at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 I actually thought he looked like the bad guy from like uh, – I think it's the Patriot or like one of those. Oh, okay, uh,
0: I was gonna say you know, V. I was gonna say Vigo the from uh, from uh, Ghostbusters 2. Oh,
1: the guy yeah in the painting. Yeah. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But definitely not cleaning. Food. But yeah, I mean, uh, and you're and you're right. When there's when there's that white group, white men group, that's out the outsiders. They're third trouble.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He had that henchman. I forget the henchman's name. I have it written down somewhere. That guy, Niles, he was, like, treating that guy like crap the whole time. And then the creepy guy had a bird in a cage, and he was, like, in love with the whole movie. They they, they look like – I thought they were pirates. Like, the way they were
1: acting, they were acting like pirates.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had guns, so they, like, ruled the land because everybody else had swords. So ridiculous. So April tries to talk to the Japanese king, and this is what's ridiculous. So the first time we saw the Japanese king – He's talking English, okay? And then he, when he talks to April, she's, he's talking Japanese. And then she goes, I only took Spanish in high school. And we clearly know that he speaks English.
1: Not only does he speak English, but very clear. I know. Very, and actually, everybody there speaks perfect English. I know. And even when they come back to uh, the present time, perfect English. And I, and I know they addressed it. I think uh, one of the turtles said, oh, I, you guys learned a lot in school or something like that. Or or no, one of them started talking about the English coming over invading, and that's why they learn English. Now, I work in a business where I deal with people that have come over from another country 20 years ago, and they still have a very strong accent. Oh, I'm sure. So you're going to tell me you're going to learn something 400 years ago, proper, perfect English, that – Oh, okay, and and if, considering the guy knew he's talking to her in Japanese, he knew she's you know she spoke English. Why was he trying to speak Japanese in the first place?
0: I know. <laughs> That's what I didn't understand. It was almost like for some of the dialogue, they wanted us to understand it, so it was in English, but it made no sense. Or maybe that guy Walker spoke Japanese, and we just heard it in English. No, it made no sense. No, I love that her Walkman came on. Trying to think what song it was, I should have wrote it down. It was a, that was the better song.
1: I was going to say that was a more popular song. I don't remember. Um, there was a kind of a chorus in there because there was, it sounded like four people, a couple people singing. Because she yeah, said drunk yeah, yeah. four people in there. Oh, yeah. um, but it was uh, yeah, it was a oh, yeah, I don't remember either.
0: Next um, time, just tell me to turn it off.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she, she had such an attitude. Um, and again, she's in this like throne room with about. Hundred warriors, all with swords, ready to kill her, and she's still talking crap to them. Like, at that point, aren't you kind of like, you know, like just doing whatever they want you to do? Like, you know, you just, nah, she had no fear. You know what it is, she's from New York, and I guess if you could live in New York, you can handle anything.
0: That is true. She had that attitude. They're like, I think you're a witch. She's like, you know what? I'll shrink you. <laughs> To that guy, Walker, and he's like, yeah, well, kill her. And I'm like, Jesus, what is going (laughs) on right now? I'd be so scared. I'd be like, I'll do whatever. I don't know where I am right now. I'm really scared. Yeah. Jesus. And then we go back, and again, there's so many times in these movies, just down to tell on the computer. I don't think computers could have done that back then. The math was not right. That's not how they work. And they had a scanner. (laughs)
1: Somehow they had a scanner back then. Uh, I don't think they had scanners like that. Uh, And he somehow figured out Everything about this thing that was four hundred years old within what three
0: minutes I know it's got to be the only one, so like how is the record of it
1: and he knew that oh well we only have two days, otherwise we're stuck there.
0: How do you figure that out
1: like I, it- there's no way that would be figured out that he yeah. knows that two days it should expire
0: it was so pretty nice. he was like sixty hours, and the weight has to be perfect for them to be able to transfer. How the hell would they know that there's going to be four guys that weigh exactly the same and Spoiler, they don't wear the same. Those are some skinny, short Japanese guys that come back when they transfer.
1: Well, considering that the, the Turtles went there, who are massive, and they fit exactly in their clothes, but they come back... What were they wearing, by the way? What, like, that white... Like, what was that?
0: Oh, when the guys came back? Yeah. Oh, it's because, remember, Michelangelo was wearing those shorts? And he goes, hey, we switch clothes, so when they come back here... He has put some shorts on, so they put on whatever like trash clothes they had in the sewer. So when those guys came back, they weren't naked.
1: But yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Were
0: wearing,
1: yeah, what was that? The three of them were wearing the same exact outfit that looked like a like an apron or something like that was tied around, like the white.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know. I know one of them was wearing like a hockey jersey. Yes. Later. One of them was,
1: and yeah. the other three were wearing that, and they went back. It, it said so that then that doesn't make sense. So <laughs> when you switch, you switch clothes supposedly. Yeah. But at the end, when they do go back, they're still wearing that white apron stuff. Oh yeah, they went, They they ran and hid because they I guess the, the the emperor saw them. So like, yeah, that didn't make sense. Why why sometimes it changes, sometimes it doesn't?
0: No, that is true. Yeah, like you said, when they went, when the turtles went there, they would have ripped their clothes. Like they should have showed up and been like really shrunk. Like that would have been funny. Like that would have worked. Right. So Casey Jones is back. And, dude, he's the best. He was not in the second one. That was kind of sad. He was so great in the first one, his fight oh, yeah. with Donatello. Yep. And we were talking about it, like, you did it during the movie and, like, before we started. Just going back to that fight scene for the first one. Dude, the best is he catches Shredder, that garbage truck, and he's like, oh! And he, like, just yep. crushes him. And that was a kid's movie. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, right.
1: And and I think, you know, him being back, you know, he was funny in the first one, he was a badass in the first one. I feel like they didn't use him in this one. They used him for more for comic relief I guess on a side but like even like he didn't really fight at all and it's I wonder how many how many years in advance is this movie compared to the first one he's still walking around with a hockey stick like at this point you know he's got these turtles that have all these like sharp weapons and he's still his weapon of choice is a hockey stick
0: I'm I get that I'm happy he's a hockey stick (laughs) I'm happy he is and
1: and (laughs) obviously it goes towards actually one of the funnier scenes I saw later on when he was trying to teach him how to play hockey Yes, first day he just start fighting that, he's like yeah that's
0: yeah. <laughs> that <was> pretty funny <laughs> oh my god that's so great and then <laughs> and then just when they're going back at the same time you have april she's like sitting in this big bird cage and there's this creepy fat asian guy that's spinning again this is like when she doesn't get it maybe this is like what you mentioned the new york attitude she gets this infor- you can make it there you can make it anywhere she offers him a Rolex. Dude, he has a known Rolex. Rolexes, I don't even know how far they go back. but They don't go back to 1603 Japan. Like, he's right. going to take that? I wish he would have took it and, like, ate it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would have been funny. Yeah. See?
0: we were and, rewriting and, this movie right now. 100%. And the the
1: the cage, like, th- is that something, like, they did back then? Because didn't they have, like, a cage like that in The Golden Child also? Yes, like, they he did. He was, like, in a, in a bird cage. Like, so, like... Is that something that had really had back then? His bird cages, you know, for yeah. people? Um, you know, and I know we j- this is we kinda of went we're back uh, forward a little bit, but stupid little scene. But did you do you remember when Raphael was curling? He was curling weights. Now these guys are huge. You know, these yeah. these, these turtles it looked like it might have been about four pounds. <laughs> it it was a small curl bar with like a small, I mean tiny little place, and he's in there curling and he's talking to his brothers.
0: Like, That's talking,
1: Yeah, it was totally ridiculous. I don't know.
0: And I have something that I forgot that we went, remember when they, we just talked about them going time travel when they went back. How did they end up on horses? (laughs) When they got, went back there, they ended up on horses Uh, in the middle of the battle. Yeah. Yeah. And when those guys were supposedly guarding the scepter, either like in the, in the castle or like in some other area they were talking about. no, they were just riding horses. Wouldn't wouldn't the horses have been brought back too if those guys were on the horses with the scepter? That is true. That, that's that's that true. Maybe it's a
1: weight limit. Maybe maybe it's, you know when you when you're traveling is you know it can only take so much. Yeah. So yeah, and, then, and, then, and and you had the one who is it Donatello or I? You know I the only one I know is Donatello and Raphael. So it had to be one of the other two riding backwards. Like somehow they all are facing the right way, but he gets stuck in the rock. now they're ninjas right they are ninjas oh i know you can't turn around on the horse i mean these these, these turtles are doing flips and fighting and everything else how about just turning around
0: <laughs> i know. You know no that's michelangelo he's the uh, he's the worst one out of them <laughs> but no and the best is he gets knocked out and then he gets taken away for a, you know like a whole act of the movie we don't see him so
1: i i had i think offense to the knockout so because I, I mean Again, these are turtles that are, have fought so many different things. they tossed around, they throw people around. You're going to tell me he got knocked out with what what was it like an oar or something like yes, yeah. so she hit him with something, and it knocked him out cold for like a day. I't so up until the next day I Like, I, I don't know how does that work so like that's all it takes is the back of the head, and that's it because uh, otherwise they fight and they get thrown around constantly.
0: I know <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> So with those Asian guys, so they're ba- they're they're hanging out with Casey Jones. And again, just like we talked about with April O'Neil, she was like, so okay with being in 400 years in the past. These guys are okay with talking rats because they were just hanging out with them. I know personally, I'd be in shock. When I was sitting down the chair that I'm sitting in right now, if it started talking to me, Dude, I'd be freaked out for a while. I would not be cool after a few minutes.
1: Well, they did jump like they they were, they, but the shock lasted about three seconds. Like you know, so yes, I think you know, like anybody would be shocked. But like you said, if your chair's talking to you, you're still not going to believe it a week later. <laughs> you know, these after after the initial shock, they're like, all right, let's just hang out, and they were just hanging out with him. You know, I mean, yeah, that was weird.
0: And Donatella, he says my Japanese is rusty. Suzuki Kawasaki. <laughs> So, we're about 30 minutes into the movie, give or take. Niles is ordered by Walker to go get the woman. So, the turtles are going to meet him down there, too. So, you're thinking the turtle's about to beat him up. Finally, how far in the movie are we? We're going to get our first fight scene? No, they say wet Willie time. And they give him wet willies. Dude, they have the biggest fingers I, in the world. There's I was saying no the same wet. thing. There's no way that
1: finger is getting into the And they show and they showed the ear with the fingers right there. They look like two like sausages going yeah. in. Like, yeah, it wasn't gonna work. So yeah, I, I saw that too. And they I, I think they did multiple wet willies. Like that's something they'd done a few times.
0: There was three wet willies. The third one, <laughs> the third one was self-imposed. He got so nervous he said, Wet Willie. He did it to himself, <laughs> which was so crazy.
1: Did, well, yeah. uh, did we meet the Casey Jones's uh, uh, clone. Yeah, yet? we met him. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: You know what? Did anything? Nothing came of that, right? Uh,
0: nothing. Well, no. Yeah, it did. Well, he was a traitor.
1: No, 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 no. What I mean is, like, the fact that it was Casey Jones. Like, oh, I know. Yeah. Like, like, I thought that was to be like, oh, it might have been his grandfather, you know, or whatever. Great, you know, like, nothing came of that at all. Like, why even had the same actor doing that then? Budget.
0: That's what I'm thinking. They were super <laughs> cheap, and they were like, because he's a great actor now. Like, yeah, then he was too, but. After that, man, he was in. Uh, I'm trying to think, oh, he was the bad guy in Fallen, with Denzel and John Goodman. He was. Yeah, he was the guy in prison. I think. Time is all I'm pretty, 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 hundred percent. I don't know. Did he, have,
1: did he have a hockey stick in that scene? In that
0: movie? I, I really hope so. I, I hope he brought it to the audition. <laughs> <laughs> so. 33 minutes and I wrote it down because I think it was significant it was finally the first fight
1: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial
0: centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Scene, And dude, honestly, there wasn't enough of them, but there was like three or four in this whole movie. They were awesome, man. For them to do this, like Matt Hill, he was just a suit actor for all the moving around scenes. Like he didn't do any of the fight scenes. There was martial art right. stunt men in the outfits, but damn, dude. Those fight scenes are so awesome, and they have some comic relief in them. There just wasn't enough of it.
1: Well, you know, that's. I mean, I I would say even in the first movie, you know, what do you look forward to in in any of these movies? You look forward to the fight scenes because they're very creative. You know, they throw break dancing and they're spitting on the turtle shell, and they do. You know, like it's almost like Jackie Chan kind of fights when it when it comes to the turtles because you know they use their you know each other. So you look forward to those fight scenes, and that's what you look forward to in the first movie. Here, so you're thinking, all right, it's the third movie. You're looking forward to them, and you know the the bits and pieces they gave you were really good, but it just wasn't enough. You're you're in Japan, with ninjas. like how would, how, how would there's like most of the movies should be fighting. Like it really should. You know, I feel like it was too much of the white people that were in. Like it was too much. Oh, move the mi- move the mic back. Okay.
0: Got it. Yeah. Okay.
1: So. Um, it was too. It was it was too much of the the bad white guys yeah. of their storyline, and not enough of them fighting. I mean, uh, that to me, you're gonna, we, the question's is going to come up: What would make the movie better? That's part of it. Way oh, yeah. more fighting.
0: And uh, you know what? To be honest, with movies like this, like Turtles in Time was a video game right around this time, so maybe that's why I, they had to choose somewhere to go back in time. So, J- like you said, Japan would have been the best because. They could fight. There's real ninjas there. Right. So if they would have went to medieval times, it could have been cool, but it would have been like, it's kind of weird, but this could have right. worked. Even if they had shredder survive midway through the movie, he takes a scepter swats with right. somebody. He right. goes back there. They have an Epic battle, but it's just, even the end was ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, they, I think they really needed to waste five minutes <clears throat> because the scene, when they get stuck in the mud, and they're all like trying to get up and falling up falling down. April's like, Oh, let me get up. Let me help you. She falls down. Again, I love these movies. Not this one so much, but it just seemed lazy. It just seemed like they were totally just like just mailing it in.
1: Well, and, and don't forget, you know, with all like the the silly sound effects of every yeah. punch boing. You know, like everything like that, like that just adds to the fact that like it's, it makes it even more cheesy. And I think you're right. I think it was like, you know, there's a good franchise. It doesn't matter what we throw together. People are going to watch it. Kids are going to watch it. You know, I'd be curious how much it made. You it know? made 42. Okay. So you said the
0: budget was 20 million. So yeah. 21. So double its budget. So okay, it what so. it needed to do, but yeah, I know it did do not enough guys. Listen, to the interview with Matt Haley tells about some other future projects that were supposed to happen. But they said the movie didn't make enough. I don't know if twenty-one million is not enough, but so April, again, she doesn't care anything about anybody but herself. She's more concerned with showing her legs than looking for Mikey. She doesn't care nobody talks about Mikey for a little bit. Then they finally are looking for her. Then Don and Leo say schwing when they see her legs. And One child's
1: gonna understand that. But, I mean, you know, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's funny if it's an adult, you know, for, for adults to understand, you know, where it's coming from, but what child's going understand that they're going to, they're going to totally bypass that, that, I know. you know, I think with the references, cause I mean, I, I remember writing one down, help, I'm a turtle. I, I can't get up. There was like another yeah. scene, like, you know, they had a lot of these like one-liners, I guess parents are taking these kids there. So they have to have these stupid one-liners to maybe, so they can just kind of, it's like a Bugs Bunny, you know, Bugs Bunny had so many um one-liners that parents could adjust to that that kids couldn't yeah but it doesn't help in fact it makes it almost worse i think i feel like it makes the movie worse
0: (laughs) i know and i think they got a little turtle boners (laughs) but then so i'm back in they're looking for michelangelo we get another fight scene and honestly the studs again are unreal these guys have little tiny eye holes to look through and all the turtle lines are pretty golden. So Raphael's face to face with like the main the Japanese girl that knocked Michelangelo out. She says, and he's like, like you said, these corny one liners. I don't kiss on the first date. So all these things that kids aren't gonna get. And right. I have a whole list of them coming up. That there's <laughs> even more. <laughs> so Michelangelo, we find where he's at. He's in that village. The village is being overrun by all the white guys and their guns. So they have to get down there. Again,
1: by the way, perfect English for the the Japanese woman.
0: Oh, I know. Uh, okay, perfect. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like later in the movie she doesn't speak it. I don't know. It's just yeah, I know.
1: And 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 they they adjust it here and there. The only one that actually has an accent is the Yoshi. He has he has the you know, which I don't think we met yet.
0: No, <laughs> we did not meet Yoshi yet. He's coming up. But yeah, no, no, that's true. So the only the first time we see people that are true to their acting and true to their character are the two white army guys that think they have the pr- – I don't know why they thought Michelangelo was a princess or something. That was weird. They thought he was a woman. And then when he opens the door, they see that he's like a, a turtle. And they get so freaked out and spooked, they run away. And guess what? Wet Willie number two. <laughs> Niles is looking out. He has the gun pointed. At Michelangelo, getting ready to shoot him while Walker has the gun on him, and that's where the Clint Eastwood line is. He calls him Clint Eastwood.
1: Yep, (laughs) yeah, that's you know, and and you know, to go back to what you said where he was when they thought he was a princess, now he was kidnapped, technically, right? He had no idea what was going on. Why didn't he just walk out? I mean, if he just walked out with a door, you know, or I mean, if you, it was, it wasn't like he was peeking through the hall where the kids are walking by, he, like there were spaces between the wood. He easily could have broke out of there.
0: Like, why oh, was yeah. he leaving?
1: Why, why? If he was kidnapped and he thought he was, he could have walked right out like he did. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know that's, why he stayed in there too. Cause there was nobody outside the door. Yeah. You're right. The door was open. It wasn't locked or anything. Yeah,
1: you know, and, and again, this is the, this is a turtle that got hit in the head by an oar who was like knocked out for like at least a day.
0: I love that you just said that because that same turtle went into a burning building to (laughs) save Yoshi. And then do you remember the line he said when he was coming out? Uh, no. Another great kid centric line backdraft Kurt Russell, eat your heart out. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Yoshi's gonna die, and I'm thinking this little kid's gonna die. And again, just like we talked about, the Willie's not working. Yeah, Myrtles have wide mouths. There's no way he was getting enough air pressure to be able to do CPR on this kid. It's not yeah. possible. He's putting his mouth on him, all his oxygen he's blowing out. It's just blowing out the side of his mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you would think because they do speak English, he could have instructed human to say, "Hey, just put your mouth in there, breathe in." You know, like he could have he could have told them, he could have helped them. You know. Like, But instead, he has that turtle, first of all, turtle breath. Can you imagine what turtle breath smells like? I mean, it's got to be horrendous. You know, I mean, it's really bad. And they are turtles. So, I mean, there's probably germs he's passing through. You know, I mean, you know, they're not thinking about this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. Flashback. You just made me think when you said that. When they landed in the mud, I think one of them said, I sat. I think I sat on my ancestor.
1: No, he had a frog. A frog a, he had a frog in his mouth, like someone or no, it's something like a frog, and he goes, Yeah, I hope it wasn't one of my ancestors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another great kid centric joke about making out with someone, yeah. <laughs> so then the kids have their training montage. You just think Rocky four, but this time they do it with horses. And it was it was so just nothing was happening. They were yeah. just really just riding on again, just the cheapness, and the laziness. They could have had some badass fight scene again just to get some nidgins, yep. but no just horses going in circles. And Donatello in this movie, his lines... Again, this is why I think Feldman probably did it in an hour. I made 1800 bucks. He All of his lines started with math stuff. Like, one of the lines he says, well, the square root is... And then he just said something. <laughs> it made no sense. Uh, well,
1: but the last line that I did write down, though, was when it, when one of the samurai... And this might have been... We already passed it, probably. He called one of the samurai Wayne Newton.
0: Oh, Yeah. The, the the guy that was in gung ho and yes the, yes yeah. you
1: know, they, wait wait, and even, it, that is a funny line, you know, but what child can understand way no, no. no, you no.
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> and April is real this is where she's like real bitch because she's not leaving right away. She says, I better start looking for an apartment here.
1: It's so annoying.
0: Just come on, these guys are trying to uh, Donatello is gonna weld, have a guy weld a brand new one, which I don't know how that could even work. That would, that made no sense, like they think you could just put pieces together and right. it's a time machine. there has to be something special to go through it, like the flux capacitor, there has to be some kind of special element
1: and it's you know well, I mean, considering that it you know it's very brittle, you know so I, I'm sure it, you know, but the fact that they 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 didn't have the original, right they, they, they were they were doing it by head, like like they were trying to think, oh, yeah, by head. And they thought – so somehow by boiling it, putting it together, it's going to have the same uh, time travel abilities.
0: Of course. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: I, I wasn't sure. Again, <laughs> I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert, so I, I don't know.
0: I know. We have to get an expert. <laughs> no, you just make it look like it. It works. Yeah, that's how That's how everything works. And this is going back to – you were talking about the hockey before where Casey's trying to teach him. The best is when the guys are watching the hockey. They're so jacked up. And he goes, man, these guys are excited. We aren't even in the playoffs yet. There's so many cheesy lines. <laughs> no, Casey, maybe they're super excited because they're seeing moving pictures on a box. Like, they're looking at a box. For them, it's witchcraft. Yeah, it is. They should be even more amazed. Even if a radio turned on or a light, they should right. freak
1: out. And they were, he was trying to grab them. Like, the one guy tried to put his hand into the TV. So, yeah. But it, he's worried about the, the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I love when he's like, okay, we're going to learn how to play hockey. And the last thing they saw on the TV was hockey fights. So they started beating the crap out of each other. And here's all the pop culture route lines that I mentioned we talked about. One we didn't. There's Clint Eastwood. There's yep. Kurt Russell. And the one that gets the kids. Ah, oh, the kids all know about this really young stud, Geraldo. There was a Geraldo line in this movie. Rafael's talking to Yoshi. He's like talking about Geraldo Rivera.
1: Yep. Again, Wayne Newton also. So, you you know... And
0: Wayne Newton, <laughs> Newton wasn't relevant when Vegas Vacation came out. And that was like three years later. You know what? I think Wayne Newton was outside of Vegas Vacation and maybe Naked
1: Gun, I think, two or three. That's always really relevant, you know, Wayne Newton.
0: Best of the best part, too. He's the right. bad guy in that movie. He owns the underground fighting ring where Sean Penn's brother gets murdered. <laughs> That's a movie that I want to do on this so bad. I, I would love to be able to talk to Eric Roberts. He's probably not doing. Oh no,
1: <laughs> he he's got so many he could choose from Eric Roberts.
0: Oh, I know he has a lot of bad sequels. So one thing I did like, I, I love Raphael. He's too nice in this movie. I like Angry Raph. Yeah.
1: Well, he you know he's he's definitely the. Biggest badass out of all of them, you know. He's the one that has those uh, swords, right? The what are they called? The the
0: two like I don't know what they're called. The,
1: isn't like a, C, a uh, uh like the same thing from Electra, uh that Daredevil, yeah. Elektra. Like I forget what they're called. Uh, yeah, but like, but you know what? They didn't use them as they normally do, and like even fighting, like they just didn't use them. And uh, yeah, they, they took away Raphael, who's like he's usually the loner. He's like he wants to get things done, and yeah, they 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 they, they him down.
0: Yeah, I didn't like it. And just so you, you're, just so everybody knows, I and Jamie are not Japanese martial arts weapons experts. We leave that to professionals. But I do know that Donatello uses a sword. Donatello uses a staff. It's a, a big staff. stick.
1: A staff. Then you had nunchucks by one of the other one, right?
0: Yeah, Michelangelo. So just the other one is okay. like, I don't even know what it looks like. It looks like the letter W, but the middle of the W is really high. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure everybody listening knows what this is. And they're like, you guys are (laughs) morons. So the white guys are practicing shooting their guns on the beach, like shooting up dummies. And Walker, the badass leader he is, he's drawing, he's painting flowers. He's just painting flowers by all those guys. And then when he finds out where everyone is and the turtles, he shoots a cannon and the cannon shoots like a machine gun.
1: It, It shoots like a shotgun. It's actually – it's more like a – because yeah. it, it spreads out somehow. Yeah. Like, Yeah, that I, that didn't make sense at all. That was, It uh, doesn't
0: take out one dummy with one big ball. It takes it out, out one at a time. Yeah. Like in a row. so. Yeah. And then Donatello does the impossible, like we mentioned before. He makes a scepter to travel back to New York. And then Mikey and Raph argue over it and drop it down a well. So then you think, oh, it's over. Little Yoshi – saves the day he had the scepter the whole time and when he another line that's going to get the kids going raf says when he opens up the package when Yoshi's know, she's like i have a gift for you Raphael. he gives it to him he opens it up he goes son of a snapper <laughs> that is a line in this movie i don't know how but so then we find out they hit the scepter so the st- turtles had to stay and fight
1: well, first of all, let's break down Son of a Snapper. So are they saying because it's a turtle?
0: Snapping turtle? Oh, my God! Right? Oh, they are saying that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, man, I'm sitting here thinking it's such a dumb line, but it's genius. All right. Now score, I think about it. that's <laughs> Score one for the writers of T.H. and Ninja Turtles 3, because that's actually <laughs> Son of a Snapper. I'm thinking he's like, oh, I was thinking like Whippersnapper yeah. or... A fish, Oh, dude. You're well, right. take
1: take away, you know, son of a bitch. Now you got son of a snapper.
0: So a snapper, a, good... a snapper is bitch and turtle. I, <laughs> I speak turtle now.
1: <laughs> so 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 basically, we need a turtle expert, a time machine expert, a time travel expert, and a, a, I guess a, a Japanese sword, uh, weapons weapons expert. weapons expert. Yeah, okay. They're, right. they're
0: they're out there. There's <laughs> experts all the time.
1: Well, now you know people you need to interview for the next one.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So Casey Jones of the past other Casey Jones in quotations Wit. his name's wit. I don't know if does that have anything to do smart. I guess he was a spy the whole time for Walker and he takes the scepter and the Asian girl back.
1: I didn't see that coming.
0: I really didn't.
1: Honestly, I I thought there was going to be some kind of relation to Casey Jones in the future. Yeah. You know, because she liked them. She called him Casey right in the beginning. So they like, why would you say that? And then, like, he wasn't responding to that. So it was like, all right, they're planting the seed, and the audience is said they're like, all right, this is gonna come back later on. We're gonna we're gonna see that this is his hundredth generation, Casey Jones. You know, nothing, and he actually turned out to be a bad guy. And which, by the way, he can't fight either because when they were like when they were escaping, he was hiding. He was getting he was getting yeah. knocked around left and right. So like, really served no purpose. But so he was just a thief. He's just a thief, like a thiefy
0: <laughs> creep. Yeah, you know what a good a good uh, ending would have been. I know we talked about this at the end, but I think a good ending to this would have been when the when everybody's going to go back and do the time travel part. He accidentally gets put in. Maybe the credits start to roll a little bit, and then they show like Casey Jones, like I don't know, walking somewhere. Then they meet face to face. They're like, "Whoa!" And then end it or some something. So he serves some kind of breakfast because he didn't. It's served If if she never mentioned that, then
1: fine. So be it. It's another actor. You know what? I honestly might not have even thought of it. Like I didn't think about. I didn't see Casey Jones at first. You know. Yeah. I didn't What I saw him. So if she didn't say anything. I mean, I wouldn't think. But the, when she said it, and I'm looking at him, I'm like, oh yeah, she his said it's Casey Jones. Now they're, they're planting a seed in the audience. Like they're saying, all right, you know, again, this is going to come back. There's a reason why we're doing this. But there was no reason.
0: Yeah. So the turtles break in. They break her out. The fight scene's awesome. I love the fight scene that's going on, and then uh, Leo goes one on one with the with Wayne Newton, the guy from Gung Ho. And it could have been a little longer. It was, pretty, it was still pretty cool. And then when he when he gets him, he take knocks his sword out, goes into the ground. The guy's getting ready to just get beheaded, and Leo chops off his man bun. Those man buns were a thing in Japan in 1603. Oh, it was status. I mean, that's a big.
1: That's a big deal. So yeah, so that was that was a slap in the face. I actually liked that because I was you know, you know, because they, they, again, like these other movies, they don't kill anybody. They they beat everybody up. But they never kill anybody, and that was a slap in the face. I liked it.
0: And the other movies, they they seem like they kill people, like Shredder went into a garbage disposal, right? So they're attempting to kill him. Yeah, but but almost i I feel like this. I think this movie was a little dark,
1: also for kids. I mean, what, seeing Yoshi. Not breathing.
0: Oh, like, yeah. you know, And
1: first of all, that fire was massive. Like yeah. it wasn't like a, it wasn't a regular house fire. That was like a that was a massive fire. Um, yeah, it's like I, I think some kids might have been scared, you know, seeing that. You know, but yeah, I was I mean, scared.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. And then they, they trap uh, uh, Wayne Newton in a giant bell, <laughs> and Walker tries to shoot uh, shoot Leo, and he ducks into a shell. Then this is when Niles gets so scared he starts to wet William himself and he runs away. Well, I think
1: that's the first time because it, didn't he say that he, he didn't realize he didn't think they were turtles? He thought they were like wearing some kind of yeah. So I think when the turtle put his head into the shell, that's the first time he realized, oh, maybe they are demons, like yeah, because they thought they were demons in the first place, right? Isn't that you know, or I yeah, think that's that's what the- they kept calling them demons all the whole time, right. So I think that's – so now he realized, all right, that's what I'm messing with.
0: (laughs) And this Walker guy guy was so tough. He could have escaped, but he was so obsessed with that bird. And there was nothing behind it. I wish they had a a reason why he was the bird lover. So that's extra weight. He's got to run around. He has to hold this bird cage. (laughs) So he's trapped, you know, on the edge of the cliff into the Oregon Ocean. (laughs) And he's standing there and he throws a scepter into the air, which is so stupid. He could have got it. No matter what, he could have got away. He was hanging on from a rope. Right. Yeah. You know, he could have just hung out of the rope, slid down, but no, he has to throw the scepter in the air, stare at it, then attempt to go down, have to come back up because he forgot the bird yet again. And then he gets caught. Yeah. You know, for someone who really cares about his pet, He's forgot it twice. I know. So, um,
1: you know, and I I remember an old podcast where someone, some people should not be bird owners.
0: Oh, you know, I know of them.
1: This, 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 you know, he's definitely one of them.
0: There's a lot of people that shouldn't be bird owners. But yeah, no, definitely. And then past Casey Jones, he does shoot the fiery cannonball. He's the one who lights that. Yep. Then he hits Walker. He falls into the ocean. And then... For some reason, for some dumb dumb reason, Michelangelo and Raphael have no interest in going back to New York. They want to live there, don't they? Realize again, this is a Turtles movie, right? We're ten minutes left in the movie. Not one pizza reference yet.
1: No, no, there
0: was one. Isn't that where they made that
1: that burnt pizza? And it was like hard. It was like a, it was really hard. Uh, I think Donatello. Uh, not Donatello. Um, the one with the orange. Yeah, like, Michelangelo. They made, he made a pizza with the the one the Japanese. Oh guy. no way! It was like a remember he made it a frisbee and then he threw it. He threw the pizza because it was hard. <laughs> he hit That's... the guy in the he hit the guy in the back of the head with the frisbee. It was a, it was a pizza. Oh, I... Yeah, it was a so there was one reference. Damn, uh, it, I was but, feeding my dog. don't forget you, the the Michelangelo made friends with the little kid and he's like like a big brother thing, you know, with Yoshi and uh, with the other was was it him or the other one? I think fell in love with the Japanese woman like a letter
0: yeah. raphael was the big brother okay rael Angelo was the one that was okay so
1: they I guess Definitely. they they felt like their need was the you know yeah I know it didn't make sense it was weird like they were willing to leave their brothers you know um and 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 their father shredder yeah. I mean, shredder uh, splinter um to live there like yeah it didn't make sense. but no yeah I don't remember that pizza Robert. I can't even not make yeah I can't believe you don't remember the pizza yeah <laughs>
0: It's probably like looking over my door, probably dropped the bottle and I had to put it back in her mouth. But no, just the fact that there's no pizza there. I know. Like and honestly, did they say cowabunga? No. Um they might. I don't I don't think so. Just the fact that we have to think about it Yeah, I makes know. no sense because that is their catchphrase. Oh, that's a trademark. That's it. I mean
1: that's that's crazy.
0: That sells that's that that's yeah. put that puts butts butts in the seat. So, so then Casey, I love when they're like, okay, the scepter's going off. And Casey has the guy, Japanese guys in a dive bar in New York City. They're drinking and dancing, playing arcade games. And they, have no, they have no interest in leaving. Yeah. See, they're the ones that should want to leave. Right. They have all these things at their fingertips. Life is so much easier. And, well, it's a little complicated in the future. But, dude, they are living the dream. They're having the best time ever. So they almost had their opportunity. The time portal opens up. Michelangelo is like, I don't want to leave. She's like, you have to go. I have to be with the other Asian guy. So he's probably like, oh, man, dude. Like, she doesn't want me. And then he finally, he barely is out to touch them. They get back.
1: Well, you don't know. He
0: he misses I them. I know.
1: He, he actually misses them in the beginning. They show you with the handout. He's yep. diving for it. And then they escape. And he
0: doesn't touch them. So he And there's know, one Asian guy with them. <laughs> <laughs> and then it happens right after that. the scepter goes off again. It takes that Asian guy because he runs away. that Asian guy's like, "Holy crap, I'm here." He starts running up, they start to chase him, and then Michelangelo comes back down, and then he says, "I'm never going to laugh again. Life's too sad." And then Splinter says he lo- it's a quick I don't know how I put it on that quick because he's splinter, he's a really old slow rat he puts on the Hawaiian lampshade and he says yo dude i'm like blue elvis in a o- blue hawaii <laughs> what elvis well, in blue hawaii
1: that's something our our grandparents would uh, get you know <laughs> so i you
0: wouldn't just, know, i can get it i know elvis but He made I a movie called the, blue hawaii I could you put know. those together but I'm yeah, like, i know Come i know on. hey well i mean
1: i mean let's Based on uh, Splinter's skills, though, he is like Yoda. You know I mean? It doesn't matter how old you are. You still have the moves, you know. So, but yeah, this this is a rough one. This really was...
0: Wayne Newton, Geraldo, (laughs) Kurt Russell, Clint Eastwood, and Elvis in Blue Hawaii. Were were the writers of this movie in their 50s? Because (laughs) they did not have any little kid. And again, they danced to another weird song to end the movie. Yeah. They, They, like, go back to back and then...
1: Well, again, when you have a low budget, you know you have to pay for the rights. So they probably figured, you know what? Let's just make one of the, the actors sing a song or, or make a song. They probably made their own like auto-tuned, you know, <laughs> uh, music, and that's you know that's what they
0: used. Yeah, they just just they wish they would have tried. Well, that's it for teenage mutant Internals. number three, Jamie. What? First of all, would you have someone watch this movie?
1: I would not. You know, there's no need for it. You know, if you – I would say watch the first and second one. I mean, they, they were good. I mean, and even if you don't want to watch the second one, the first one is classic. I mean, I remember watching it when I was younger. Um, it holds – I think it still holds it today. I think there's no need at all to watch this one. In fact, it has nothing to do with the first one. So you don't really need to watch it anyway. But no, absolutely. Put yourself through it. You, you, would you recommend it?
0: I No, I, would, I wouldn't recommend it. I, honestly, if there was more fight scenes – say if there was only like three or four at most fight scenes but if there was like a bunch of them i would be like hey skim through this movie watch the fight scenes because some are pretty good like just watching them fight is awesome but no i would not recommend this that's
1: the, again you know we always say you know what can we do to change it you know yes you, you, you can make this a, a brave heart i mean not violent like that but you can have battle scenes i mean they the, the first scene that when they're on the horses they're in a battle show them in a battle scene let them go on the you know out there and you know, you, they kind of hinted towards that when they said, oh, well, we need you to stay here to, you know, help protect. Let them do some battle. I mean, that that's what the kids are going to be looking for. They're going to look for them in fighting, not, you know, having storylines about big, being a big brother. I know. You know I mean? it's, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to change. Plus, the budget. I mean, they look cheesy. They, you know, um, yeah, maybe little kids are not going to notice. But when you see the first one and you see this one, it's like a nine-day difference.
0: No, you're no, you're totally right. Just the fact that they didn't use James Henson, yeah, I mean that's why they wanted to save money. But I think you definitely just hit the nail on the head. More fight scenes, less storyline. In the first two, there was really it was good versus evil. Right. There wasn't like Michelangelo's in love. Raphael wants to be a role model and change up his act and not be mean, so he could show Yoshi. Oh, that was a big line too. He's like, "Hey, Yoshi, watch your temper." And it's like, "Oh, dude, Raf." I want you fighting Casey yeah. Jones in a park, getting stuffed in a gar—you know—stuffing in a garbage can. That's what I want. Like those are the things that I want. You yeah. know, I—I I guess if I think about it, this movie, because they wanted—they could have done the same movie. Let's be honest, they could have done the same kind of movie. New York City, new bad guy. They could have right. maybe tried to do Krang or Brain because they were big in the, or they could have done Shredder again, right? But I think they had to do something different. I just think Japan could have worked like we talked about if they would have done the scepter gets found by maybe, maybe shredder goes in there, rips all those guys up, kidnaps splinter (laughs) goes back into Japan. Right. Maybe he, dude, he rips apart Walker that the white guy kill takes over. And then it's like shredder fight scene.
1: Well, I I think that's part. I think it's part of problem also is too much April. You know? And so it probably would have worked better if you, had like you said let splinter be kidnapped not yes. april leave her back in new york with casey dealing with the, the japanese guys yeah and let them go after and then you know what let's see splinter fight again like you know like that that something like that that would have worked a lot better i think
0: yeah because in the first one uh splinter gets kidnapped and yeah. it's like he's getting uh hit with a whip he has yeah. cuts and it's like yeah. dude no yeah. you're right it that's what what it if all those things would have happened, this movie would have done so much better. They would have done the other projects that you'll hear about. In the Matt Hill interview, he talks about they wanted to do an ABC series. That would have been oh, – guys, when you hear this interview, yeah. they talk about how cool this – it was going to be like 20 years in the future, like what the Turtles are doing now, and they're like trying to you'll, – you'll check it out. <laughs> and you, out of all the interviews I did, you love the Matt Hill one.
1: I, I I thought it was one of the best ones. Um, he's got a great personality, um, and he's so easy to listen to. and And plus, he does doesn't he do impressions or doesn't he do? Um, yeah, he
0: was the voice of uh, Ed on Ed, Ed and Eddie. So his voices are so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, and his stories are just so down earth, but like you could totally be like, it's, it's awesome. They're, they're It's a great interview. It really is.
0: That's the perfect way to end this. Cowabunga! Well, we said it because it wasn't said enough. Make sure to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on Twitter at sequels only and tune in next week. Subscribe, subscribe. So you can uh, make sure you listen to Matt Hill because he was awesome. Thanks again. Good night.
1: Good night. Cowabunga.